You're listening to the Taco Chicago 1690 WVO, and it's your girl Samantha Thomas back with you on this Monday evening, Motivation Monday. Some people call it Man Crush Monday. I just call it Monday, figure out what day of the week it is, because I still don't know what day of the week it is sometimes. But what I do know is happening this weekend is the Headlights Festival here in Chicago, and one of the guests of the Headlights Festival is on the line with me, and I'm excited to talk to this brother, because he's one of my favorite people. And this is Mr. Charles Jenkins. You didn't even know he was one of my favorites, did you? Sister, put me on program. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and listen, you one of Chicago's favorite people. How oh, about it? Oh, well, listen, I, you know, I think we've met briefly, like, real quick. But when you know good energy, you know good energy. And that's what you always bring is good energy, Mr. Jenkins. So how you doing? I'm I'm super califragilistic. I'm fantastic. <laughs> what about you? Hey, listen, I can't complain. You have me rolling on your Instagrams like the videos with your mask on. You like I'm here. That's what it is. I'm hot, but I'm here. I'm under this mask. So you're here in Chicago now, right? I'm I'm home, home, sweet yes. home. There's no place like sweet home, Chicago. Well, you made a song about it, and you I would like like to hear it here to go. You did just um sweet home, Chicago. You gave us a little rendition about you being back in the city doing your things. At least it's some good weather coming back home. It's extraordinary weather, but you know. I, I love it. I love it when it's cold, too. Uh-huh. I got to get some Harold's in my veins. So home of the hoagie, I-57, then I need to go straight to see a doctor. Because <laughs> all of that, you just clog some arteries, but you ain't good. Listen, I'm, I'm going to get them unclogged. I need it all in my veins. I need it all in my veins. Harold's Chicken has, I, I think they need to after this, because what about Fred's owns a Harold's right there in the South Loop? They got to sponsor this, because we didn't talk about Harold's all night tonight. You, my other guest and you. So some Harold's well, Chicken. Yeah. I was going to say for more than 20 years, I advertised for Harold's almost every Sunday at Bro, the ship. Man. Four wings, mild hey. salt, and pepper. I need a mystic <sighs> and some lunchroom cookies. Let's get it. What kind of mystic you drink? What's your favorite, Jenkins? What's your favorite? You know the the, the, the coconut one, the, the pina colada one without the Come without on. the the stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that pina colada, mine is the kiwi strawberry. I do okay, that one with. I support that. It got a little aftertaste. It does. It. As I thought about mm-hmm. that, and that's why. Yeah. See, me and me and you friends, we ain't even know it because we got so many taste buds. You got to be around friends that support you, uplift you, and can eat with you. This is We fly high, no lie. Yes, balling. You know, so this is what <laughs> when you ain't going to do me. Have me acting up tonight on air. <laughs> Let's go. Let's yes, go. but that four piece. We're going to lift the people up. Yes, we're going to lift them up. Four piece mouth with, I do mine with just pepper. But anyway, you you gotta get you some heroes and let me know. I'll meet you for a wing wing dinner. That's let's do that. Let's do it. All let's right. Do it. So you are in town, Mr. Jenkins, for the Headlights Festival this weekend, right? Tell me about that and how'd you get involved with it? You know, I think it's a brilliant idea. It's been so much negativity in the culture, yeah. so much pain uh from the pandemic pandemic, COVID nineteen. I've lost some people I love like so many people and right. and then this whole racism thing that that's never gone away but it mm-hmm. but it just amplified all the more on public display people need some inspiration we've been isolated alienated in our homes no human contact and so Rita Lee Percy Scott two amazing business people have come together to create uh, a, a celebration of sorts to create an environment where family and friends can can come together mm-hmm. socially distanced and get entertainment and inspiration all at the same time. And so many things we look forward to in our city have been canceled from the taste. Yeah. Uh, all of the festivals, chosen few has been canceled. 
And and so they innovatively have reached back to an old American pastime of drive-in movie. Yes. This is a drive-in concert. Instead of walking up, you pulling in, and instead of being inside for a concert, we outside, massive stage production. The people who do Essence Fest are doing both the, the, the staging, giant LED walls, it's concessions. We're just going to be in our cars. And, and then they also got cabana options where mm. you can put a couch Come on in front of your car. Come on. And, 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 and have your mask on and you can sit on your car. And it's going to be a whole thing from Friday through Sunday. And I, I was invited to participate to be a guest artist for that Sunday mm-hmm. and, and, and to bring bring the love, bring the energy, and so my band and yes. dancers, and it's going to be a celebration. We we rehearse it, and we get ready to, to go all the way up. What you singing? Look, because I'm, no, I'm nosy. I want to know. Or should I just come see the show? You know, we're we going to do the old stuff. Yes. We're going to do the My God is Awesome, which just yes. hit 200 million total consumption worldwide. Come on and, here for My God so, is Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and so we're going to do that. We're going to do This Means War, and we're going to do the oldies, but I got a new record coming. I did a remake of Stephanie Mills' Never Knew Love Like This Before. For real? I did. It took me a year to get the license, and I had to talk to Mr. M. Tume, the original You, me, and he, M. Tume. Juicy. Yeah, Juicy, yeah. M. Tume. Yeah. I had the honor of speaking to him. Come on. And he gave me his blessing, Mr. Reggie Lucas. The original writer, Madonna's first uh, producer, uh, he gave me his blessing before he passed away. It took me a year to get the license, but they blessed it, blessed me, and so I, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it. I, I hadn't done it uh-huh. nowhere yet, really, but I'm gonna do it that night. And I did a remake of Mr. Andre Crouch's "We Are Not Ashamed," oh, who I had the wow. honor to spend some time with uh, around songwriting and. It's going to be a party. We dancing, uh-huh. we singing, we shouting. We, it's it's going to be all that. Well, this is going to be a big event. It's happening in Hazelcrest at Cross Point Park. And what I love about it is they have this is um you know like you said it's a whole weekend full of events and you're going to be like the headliner on Sunday doing your thing. I know you're going to rock. I know you're going to rock it out. I ain't got even no doubt in in my mind about you because you're going. To, they wouldn't invite you if they didn't know you was going to be dope. So I already know it's going to be crazy that but what I think is really cool and brilliant about the concept again is it's a safe way to get out yes. to be in your cars and that Friday night is the chosen few DJs. Yes. Well, Wayne we, we generally pack Washington Park to see them but people going to be able to come out that Friday night uh and 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 dance and and feel good. You know Chicago's the house music capital and Mm-hmm. So that's going to be crazy. Saturday, the baby, Lord have mercy. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you better go get your tickets. <laughs> Please PR get your tickets. Pop-ups, PR pop-ups. Then that Sunday is me, Kiki Wyatt, Slick, uh, Keedron Bryant, the young man who is crazy viral. and has been shared by LeBron mm-hmm. and, and President Obama, Michelle. And I've been really blessed to, to have the contract to do the remix for that song. I just want to live and. And so he's going to be singing. It's going to be crazy. The, it, the ship is going to be in the house. Yes, and, and, the it's, ship. and it's okay. and we don't stop. 
And, you know, shout out to the ship because you got people on my Instagram like, oh, they excited. They were so excited to see you. I posted I'm a promo for you today, and they just were excited to see you. And I, I'm excited to have you on the line with me tonight. And another thing so so dope and cool about this, you keep saying Ka. Chicago ain't left you at all, but you said Ka. So I'm, I'm listening to you. That's you right. <laughs> it's in my soul. Yes. Chicago is in my soul. I lived here longer than I lived in the place where I was raised in Florida. In Florida, so yeah. It's in my soul. So they're going to have some good chosen few the DJs. Wayne Williams, Alan King, Terry Hunter, and Mike Dunn will be spinning. And also, we can't forget, they are showing Cooley High, drive-in style. That's just, um, it's brilliant. It's, it's social distancing entertainment. And that word entertain means to make delightful, to make enjoyable. So it's going to be that. Wow. So anything, you know, because all of this great stuff going on, and you got people on Facebook Live showing you love. They want to tell you hello. they saying God bless you and everything. And so you got WVON always showing you love here. Got to get you in the building one day when you feel, you know, safe and cool. But we keep it COVID clean over here. So got to come hang out in the studio with me. I, I want to do it. Shout Please. out to my Span family, Mr. Percy Span, yes. the member of the ship. My sister Melody and the whole family, it's, it's no place like WVON to talk to Chicago. Well, we are so happy to have you here, but I would be remiss if I didn't talk to you. And I want to get um, just being, you know, a, a man of God and just everything that's going on in the world. And we have no other way, you know, we're, we're upset. A lot of people are sad, you know, about everything that's going on from the unrest. Like, like you said, and racism, it never went anywhere. How are you maintaining just being who you are? And keeping that positive energy in the midst of all of this stuff going on. You know, that's interesting. Somebody asked me that question the other week. Mm-hmm. I think three things. I think that one is is the hate that's on the outside. We can't let it get on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we could be righteously indignant. I think we have a right to be angry. I think we have a right uh, to, to uh, be frustrated, to be disappointed. And and we want that to lead us to fight for injustice, right. to have meaningful conversation, meaningful action, to continue to move the needle like our forefathers, like C.T. Vivian and, and Congressman John Lewis, you know, and others who are the blueprint, have been the blueprint. Reverend Clay Evans, my father, and yes. so many other people. And I think, you know, with all of the protests that we've seen in the streets where I've been saying, speaking on platforms with, with my white brothers and sisters who have big platforms mm-hmm. that that you know it's important for you know black people have been marching and protesting and picketing and and been in rooms advocating for contracts and fighting for opportunities yeah. for us as I did for many years in Chicago and will continue to do but but I've been saying you know it's time for white courage Come white on. conviction white compassion and and you know, like that mayor in Minneapolis who broke down crying, mm-hmm. you know, we ain't never seen that. Okay. And I'm sure that as he said publicly, arrest the officer, you know, bring them the, the, the trial, bring the charges. You know, there were white people that heard him, mm-hmm. that that responded to him. And, and even with the protest, they've never been this, this diverse in Portland right now. We're seeing white people getting beat yeah. and getting hit and getting uh, a tear gas and all of that kind of stuff. And, and so I think that the diversity that we're seeing, we're seeing people step up, we're seeing people step in, mm-hmm. we're seeing laws that are coming on the books, whether it's Brianna's law or 
uh, of the, the the laws that are happening with New York and other places with the no chokehold. And yeah. so I, I think that while things aren't where they need to be, I think that, you know, we got to remain optimistic in the mm-hmm. face of oppression. And, and I think the positivity is our attitude that we will see the progress we deserve as, as we continue to fight for. And, you know, um, and, and I love that you said that because I think where, where we are now is seeing some kind of change. And I, I, do you do you think so that do you think any change is going to really happen in, in such a time as this? I'm happy to be alive seeing it. But what do you think about the changes? You think they're going about it the right way to get the changes or it's about time? You know, where are you on that whole fence? Well, I think three things. I think, number one, I think that for the first time, and I've heard some other people say this, I, I think we are seeing you know, for the first time, corporations acknowledging racism. You know, for a period when President Obama was president, Mm -hmm. there was this whole propaganda around the non-existence of racism and us living in a post-racist society. And so to see Roger Goodell, uh, the head of the NFL, come out and publicly say that that there is racism and, Mm -hmm. and he should have been listening to the players and to see Amazon, Jeff Bezos come out and 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 yeah. go as far to say that you know we're we're standing with black people and and if you don't agree you cannot shop with us for him to make that statement yes. and and even for the people who say well he didn't mean it well he didn't have to say it that's a big statement to make publicly to dismiss your racist customers mm-hmm. and i think that's what people have got to be anti not 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 have this attitude that i'm not racist but to be anti racism and to stand with us, stand for us, and demonstrate that in your procurement, do business with black people, mm-hmm. have black people on your boards, have black people in leading positions. And I think conversations are being had. The conversation is on the table. I think that we got to continue to keep the pressure on. One of the things I've been saying uh, in many places, mm-hmm. I did a thing with Mr. Lewis Carr, one of the presidents of BET and a bunch of other places, is we have got to have family meetings on our side, have a coming together be clear about what our agenda is yeah. and and define and identify what equity is and have conversations concertedly. We are in silos and all of our big organizations, whether it's the NAACP or the Urban League or the Rainbow Push Coalition or the National Action Network or the Grassroots Organization all or Until Freedom or all right. of the organizations, everybody's in silos. But my God, if we could speak together Come on here. with some unity you know, the impact could be even more, more substantial. So I, I'm hopeful. I'm expected. Yeah. I think I think our, all of all of the expectations are, are on the table. And I think we can't let up. We got to see them through and we got to vote in November mm-hmm. to turn the tide. And, and and shift the paradigm. And you know um, what I love about you because you're able, and, and you and I aren't that far away in age range, and that's what I've always loved about your messages because you you the oldest. You the oldest. That's okay. No, I'm not the... <laughs> no. <laughs> you are, but that's all right. You know, but that's all right. I'm going to let you have it, brother. I'm going to let you have it. No, I love it. <laughs> You do me like that. We're supposed to be friends. No, but... <laughs> we friends. We friends. I just wanted I'm to just the oldest. on the record for the public. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know what? What now? You made me forget my question. I'm 
uh, all right now. Nah, I'm going to say I'm the oldest so you can get your thumbs yeah, back. Yeah, maybe. No, nah, we good. You all good. No, but anyway, uh, I love that you can speak to many audiences and many ages. And, and taking over the role, you know, um, and being emeritus over at Fellowship, you spoke to the, the younger generation and those who are now because – our generation, I say that we kind of, we knew racism was there, but like, we was just like, okay, look, you know, you know, I'm black, but this generation now, they ain't having it. They're not having it. So what yeah. is your, what are your words of encouragement to them? Because I know I don't want them to get into, ah, this is what I want them to know, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you still got to walk the fine line of, you know, you can make the change happen, but you can't go in there. Just, you know what I'm saying? You can't be just so extra, but still letting them know. I demand change, but, you know, how not to be so extra with wanting your change? What would you say to, to them? I had this conversation today with somebody. Um, I, I was I was somebody who was in many rooms and, and, and helped to make a lot of beautiful things happen in the city, whether it was Walmart or or that big box ordinance with Target or Uber or Walgreens, tons of other uh, things I was a part of and creating thousands of jobs, millions of dollars to the city's bottom line and, and, and helping black people be able to build some stuff and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and have contracts. And in context, what I think is a handful of things, know your history, know, know the issues and be able to articulate and at the same time, be prepared to have a conversation after your screaming has been uh-huh. responded to. And and know what you're asking for and know how to ask. And, and, you know, protesting, purpose of protesting and screaming is to get a conversation to be heard and to be able to see your request mm-hmm. responded to. And so I think the other thing that I will say is... A dear friend of mine, Terry Peterson, like a big brother, would always say to me, you know, there's got to be two sets of African-Americans, if not three. There's got to be the crowd of people who scream on the street. And then there's got to be the group of people who can sit at the table to negotiate to be able to get the needle moved. And when you can talk, you don't have to scream, but sometimes you have to scream to be able to talk. And I think sometimes one group can resent the other and not appreciate the other. When we need each other, we need both groups at the same time Mm -hmm. with people who are at the table, not for themselves, but for the greater good. And so Mm. I would say to this generation, all of that, you know, the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. And, you know, when the die high school strike took place, you know, I read in the newspaper, saw that it was a group of beautiful people who were willing to die for that cause I called Mr. Frank Clark and, and asked him about what was happening, turned around, reached out to the leadership on the other side, okay. was able to convene a meeting to have a conversation. Now, rightfully, people can be angry. But one of the things that I said to the leadership was, we going in. We got a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation. You don't have to you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to go in right. on Mr. Clark. Once you're in there, we're in the room now. Uh Let's uh have a conversation. And so I think that it's important for this generation to know that, you know, once you're in the room, you want to be able to articulate and have your conversation without flipping over the table. Yes. Work through what the agenda is and, and negotiate. Now, if you can't get there, 
then you got to figure out how you're going to react and respond. And there's some points when the table has to be flipped over when you can't get to where you're trying to get to. But at least you got to give diplomacy a chance once you got a seat in the room. You know what? And, and I lo- that is so true. You can't be out here just without a purpose protesting. You know, have a purpose yeah. with your protest. And getting, like you said, getting in that room and knowing what you're, you want to talk about. So I think that yeah. some of that may be lacking, but hopefully, you know, and I thank you for sharing those words with, with the youth and hopefully it'll resonate, you know, and if you know somebody and again, if you, when you know better, you do better. I think a lot of us know better now it's time to, to do the better. Yeah. It's gotta be both in. It's not, it's not either or, you know, mm-hmm. it, it takes, it takes all of it. I think every, everything that we have gotten thus far, it has been a result of both and and not either or. And I think, you know, some people are one and the same. Some yeah. people, can scream on the street and then turn around and sit at the table and 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 slice and dice. And so mm-hmm. I think it's got to be it's got to be both in. But then some people are in the room people and some people are on the street people. Some mm-hmm. people can't get in the room and they the screamers. But I think nobody's minimized. Everybody is maximized and honored to get to the goal of better equity, equity, equality and opportunity for our community. Well, hopefully we'll see a um a, a- an increase in just even better opportunities for the black communities here in Chicago, because I'm sure you saw what happened, you know, even though, you know, you weren't here just seeing the looting and everything happening here, you know, we're building a better Chicago. Just hopefully we can be healed from things because again, I didn't agree with the looting, but I understood, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm watching all Chicago news. I'm following all Chicago people. I'm paying attention. I'm, I'm, I'm so Chicago wherever I am in the world. And, Mm-hmm. You know, it's levels, you know, yeah. for some people, it, it's it's it was an opportunity for mm-hmm. some people, yeah. you know, for other people, you know, some people were just looking to tear up stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there were other people who were angry and it was displaced anger, yeah. you know, and so I think it's levels. It wasn't. And, and then it was and then it was agitators. Mm-hmm. Some of them were were wanting black people. Right. They were white people or another nationality dressing all black, Out pretending here. that it was us to try to further devalue our brand as mm-hmm. a people. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was multiple levels and, and, and multiple demographics that, that showed up. And, you know, it, it everybody who knew my role in the Walmart thing was texting me, inboxing me and all yeah. that. And it hurt to see that because, you know, when Mayor Daly first invited me in for a conversation to help with that whole process, right? you know, it was because we had a food desert. It was because we didn't have good services and amenities available to our community. It, w- it was because of, of uh, you know, our property values, which are, uh, are wrongly devalued, mm-hmm. but companies didn't want to come in and, you know, in that process, I got I, I got my life threatened in that yeah. process in trying to get a company that could bring 500 jobs per store, 22 million dollars in tax increment per store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I advocated for black management. Uh, wow. You Jama built the store on 83rd Street yeah, because when did. they asked me what did I want, I said a black person to build it, a black person to draw it. There's a black person that, that, that had the concessions in that 83rd Street store. Mm-hmm. I asked Walmart not to put a cleaners in that store so they wouldn't hurt Mr. Codwell, wow. uh, who was around the corner on Cottage Grove. And they agreed to that. 
and and all of the other stores around the city, 13 and all, you know, those were my requests. They mm-hmm. asked me, well, I got nothing. I got nothing. They asked me what did I want. I said jobs for black people, that's, opportunities that's for black people. And there were so many other people that were involved to, to work to make that happen. Uh, but I was I was at the forefront of it with uh, Alderman Howard Brookings mm-hmm. uh, and, and other beautiful aldermen. And, and so to see our people, you know, tear up what yeah. we fought to get in our neighborhoods when nobody wanted to come. And, and, and we couldn't get nobody to bring 500 jobs. You know, that hurt my feelings. I know it did. And then I heard the rumor that they weren't going to come back, and I was able to talk to some people to discover that that they're actually going to we're going to stay in our communities. Are and so, they? Okay, good, good, good. That, that's what I understand. If it's wrong, uh, it was a lie told to me, but okay. I understood that they were going to stay. And, 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 and I'll just say this. Uh, that there is a, a beautiful brother, uh, Keith. Uh, I forget Keith's last name. It, it escapes me. But he was the manager there at the 83rd Street store mm-hmm. because of advocacy for black leadership. He is now the regional, uh, the regional manager of Walmart for the entire regional, wow. uh, entire region, uh, this Midwest region. And my last Sunday of Senior Pastor Fellowship, he came up to me to hug me and said, "Say, I just want to say thank you for fighting. I'm now the head of the whole region. Oh, my God. And so that's the kind of advocacy I think that our young brothers and sisters, when you sit at the table and make it about other people, mm-hmm. the results that are possible um, when you when you got a commitment to – to, to seeing the needle move in a broad way. Woo, that right there. And, and just hearing about the whole Walmart situation, because I, I hadn't gotten a chance to get back over there. I know I went to um, the the Food for Less over on 87th, and it just just to see it, you know, just the whole area, it was just kind of disheartening. But hopefully, again, we can continue to rebuild. And hearing the big impact that you had with Walmart, you know, hopefully um, things will get back to, to, to being good over there because it's needed. It's needed for the area. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, and I think again, you know, I was, I was, it was very hard work and lots of late nights for, for across the entire city, and again, lots of beautiful people were involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you know, whenever you're out front, you're, you're, you're the biggest target, the target. and I think that yeah. the expectation is that, you know, we work to protect what's in our communities that bring us value, and we work to create. Uh, uh, businesses and and um, I would say properties yeah. that that we own that we can benefit from uh, in our communities and as we build companies you know we we continue to build in ways that will enable us to not just patronize but to empower I love that anything you want to say that wow that right there was that was that was a good nugget right there you still dropping those good nuggets out here I love that <laughs> <laughs> they never stop I know that but anything you want to say to your Chicago family besides y'all bring them some home of the hoagie and some heroes don't play if you listening go bring them some but anything you want to drop on us um, before we talk more about this weekend and, and let you go no, I love I love this city. I love the people here. Every age, every stage. I'm waiting for the COVID to lift. Yes, I, I'm committed to some programming for our seniors and for our kids. And 
you know, uh, uh, Lawrence Dobson, who leads 1500 or nothing. He's one of the biggest producers in the world. Okay. Uh, he's produced Bruno Mars and, and Rihanna. He did the Roddy Rich record and, and a host of others. I know Roddy Rich. Uh, we're, we're, we're bringing a, a music program to Chicago for our kids. Oh, okay. and. We're just waiting on a, on a. We're working on a movie together with Universal Pictures, and and so we want to bring a music camp to the city and 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 help kids learn some skills to be able to make money in studios and that type of thing. And and uh, I, I want to create. You know, we we have all kinds of stuff with scholarships for our kids, uh-huh. but I want to create some scholarships for the seniors. And 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 we, Love that. you know, seniors were a big part of our work at Fellowship, and and Fellowship has got the best senior ministry on the planet. And <laughs> my pastor Reginald Sharp Jr. is doing an amazing job. His wife Lady Bree, loved to the ship. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I was raised around seniors. My mama took us to the nursing homes and to the hospitals and funeral homes, and we took Mary Daly to Piccadilly and. So I want to I want to come back and, and create some experiences for our seniors to be able to be empowered and, and and to be able to have access to resources. And we're talking to AARP and some other cool stuff. And okay. so my, my heart is always in Chicago. My commitment and dedication is with the shy ride or die. I love that ride or die with the shine. You, the thing with the kids, that'll give them something to do as well as exercise and talents that they didn't know they had with the music. So I love that whole initiative. And that's like post-COVID stuff that you're working on, even with the seniors and AARP? Just kinda, yeah, okay. we, we, the COVID shut a whole lot yeah. of everything down, you know, and, and I'm praying for everybody, all the families, and so many people have lost loved ones and lost jobs and lost income. We all have been hit hard, but, you know, we're going to get through it together. Well, I want to know again, this is, we are going to get through it together. And together this weekend with the um, whole Headlights Festival, your Sunday, what time is your... Um, your show, your your set happening on Sunday. The, the gates open at twelve o'clock, so you want to pull in. They're gonna have concessions for you, people masked up, gloves, serving you all that, you know. So get there, go and get there at twelve o'clock. Get your slot. You want to pull in, and three o'clock the the show kicks off. And again, Kedron Slick, Kiki Wyatt, yes, and uh, me and the whole team, we. It's going to be a party, y'all, a praise party. It's Sunday, so we're going to lift him up and lift you up, too. I love that. And socially distanced, some good social distance and fun. The seniors want to – they saying thank you to you on Facebook Live. Um, I love the scholarship for seniors. That is so dope. I love that whole idea. So I can't wait to see what you do with that. But this Sunday, come out and see – this is Charles Jenkins, Pastor Emeritus Charles Jenkins. That's what I'll say. And I'm so excited again <laughs> to have talked to you tonight. Um, always, you know, Chicago was home for you. We love you. And I'm excited for you this weekend. It's going to be a dope event. They can get tickets from um, PRPopups, right, .com. Is that what it is? PRPopups? PRPopups.com. PRPopups.com. And, okay. and, and that Sunday, they, they marked the price down both on that Sunday and that Friday. It's a hundred dollars per car. Mm-hmm. You can have as many as four people in your car. That's twenty five dollars per person. Twenty five. But if you a baller, you want to roll in by yourself. <laughs> you know, it's only a limited amount of parking spaces, slots. So you know that's why the price is what it is. And you get uh It's not going to be you know a, a little baby stage. It's a whole production, yes. LED walls, speakers, and. You know, massive lights and and pyrotechnics and and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's gonna be worth. Now that that Saturday you're gonna have to go and come up off 
that two hundred dollars bag on Saturday yeah. for the baby. The baby, the baby, <laughs> they're going crazy over the baby. Yeah, the baby so is. <laughs> But, but come hang with me and Kiki them on Sunday. Get okay. your $100. Go on to PRPopups.com. Reserve your slot for your car. And go and get your, your popcorn and your stuff. And, and we're going to turn up on Sunday. This is going to be a great event. I think this is it's, it's amazing. What I'll do, I'll keep talking about it throughout the week because I want people to support this event. And plus, I'm going to try to make my way on out there because I want to have fun. And plus, the movie, I believe, is on Friday when they're watching Cooley High with Cochise and all them. So that's a Chicago classic. You can't forget that. And then we got my Chicago brother on the line with me, Pastor Emeritus Charles Jenkins. I'm so excited to have talked to you tonight. So I, and, and I, I just don't want to let you go because I just love the energy. But, you know, and all things, all good things come to an end. And I want to thank you for calling in tonight and sharing your knowledge. And um, go have a good show this weekend. I'm knowing it. It's going to be a blast. I'm going to be bright. I think I'm going to wear yellow. going to wear yellow? Okay. And uh, I'm going to wear yellow. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to wear, I think I'm going to wear yellow. I'm looking okay. for some yellow shoes if y'all know where I could get some. I'm okay. looking for some yellow shoes. I'm going to give me some Air Force Ones Air Force or something. One. But we, yeah. we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> we're going to sing. It's going to be a big sing-along. You're going to be sharp. I'm already knowing. Tailored to the max. I already know. You're going to be sharp. I'm, so. on, the, I'm on the match matching program. Is I'm, I'm on match for Jesus on Sunday. <laughs> match for Jesus. I love it. <laughs> you know, you you ain't matching the people that talk about you on social media, they, you know. Yeah, so. they're, 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 they're blast you on a little bit on the media, so you got to come correct. I know you're going to come correct because that's what you do. I'm already knowing, so I'm excited for you this weekend. Again, Pastor Veritas Charles Jenkins, Facebook Live is loving you. They love the idea for the seniors, so hopefully we can um, begin to see some of these programs post-COVID. I know you'll let us know, though, so be sure to I, let us I, know. I can't wait. soon as it lifts. You know, we got to keep mom and them on the inside yes. up and through and here. But when it lifts, you know, we want to bless the seniors and, and, and be supportive and helpful in, in multiple ways. And and I, I, I'm really excited about it. And the seniors are my heart and the kids. And shout out to everybody in between. But we're going right. to take care of the kids and the seniors. <laughs> All right. We're the, we the in-between crew. So we're going to show love because you forgot you the oldest. All right. So anyway, we got uh, <laughs> my brother on the line with me tonight. I always know that you got a home here with us at WVON. And I just want to thank you again. I'll keep saying past the Meritus, but I know Charles Jenkins, you just always have um, a special place in our hearts here in Chicago. And, you know, you home. So enjoy home. Go get you some food. <laughs> 